Life Her Podcast. Hey girl, thank you for tuning in to Life Her Podcast. We are here to inspire you, lift you up, and let you know we see you in all of your love, strength, power, and courage. So sis, let's take a journey together because our experiences are not our own and cycles, they need to be broken. Ladies, this is Life Her Podcast. We are here with Denise Powers, and we are getting ready to get started with a real good conversation. Hey, Denise. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm fine. That's good. So we just going to get straight to it. What was it like as a little girl? Uh, as a little girl, I think I was very like live, very outspoken, very sweet. Um... I got burned when I was two. I fell in a hot bucket of school and water. I got skin grabs and everything because my mom said I was so clumsy, you know, and we didn't have hot water. So since we didn't have hot water, my mom bought hot water so I can be able to take a bath and mm-hmm. clean me up. And my clumsy butt, she turned for a little few seconds and I got into that water. But growing up, yeah, I dealt with peer pressure. I dealt with being talked about, feeling low self-esteem about myself, um, trying to blend in with others, no matter if it took me stealing clothes from clothing stores, trying to wear the same name brand clothes as everyone, or brawling my sister's clothes, or whatever it took to just try to blend in because I was tired of being talked about. I got called toasty, burnt, crispy, why you don't look like your sisters? You know, I got a lot of name calling, so it was a little rough. Mm-hmm. It took a while. It took me to be, I think I was 21. I finally wore a skirt. Really? Yes. Yes, I was going to Hamilton in middle school, and we was in Hamilton Rec, and we was in a pool, and these kids jumped out the pool because they seen my burn. And after that, I never got in the pool. Wow. Yeah. So how did the burn come about? Um, I fell in a hot bucket of school in the water when I was two years old. Okay. So I had to get skin grabs. And mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so it just stuck with you then, and that's what made everybody just make fun of you? Yes. All the time, just because of your legs? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all over my body. So I had it on my back, okay. you know, my stomach, my mm-hmm. legs. Yes. So dealing with that, even as, like, in elementary school and middle school, what are the type of things how kids were treating you? What were they saying? They were saying everything. Really? Like I said earlier, I was called burn, crispy, toasty. Mm-hmm. You know, because of my marks on my burn, um, ugly. You know, they made me feel like I was ugly mm-hmm. because I didn't have their skin or their body or I didn't look a certain way. I was basically not knowing myself as a child, not enjoying life, because it's hard. And I feel like that's why so much suicidal with young kids these days, because it's hard to be yourself when people are talking about you and down on you, and it's nothing you can change. It was nothing I can change about my marks or my scars, but I knew I wanted friends. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted people to like me. I knew I wanted that first boyfriend, and I didn't want to be talked about, so I think everybody wants that that attention as a child. Mm-hmm. And when it's being taken away from you, it's like, wow. 
Right. So it hurt it as a child. So how and so how was it like once you got to high school and everything? Because you know high school is a different level from elementary school. Man, school. listen, I left high school. I mean, I left middle school, and when I got to high school, I'm like, oh, I gotta get me a football player. I'm tired of being talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta go to school. Cute. I was just so determined to just stand out for once because I'm like my whole life. I was always the the standpoint of being talked about. So I'm like, oh, got to stand out. I tried to get the first football player, first basketball player. I like and still got talked about. I think I fought my whole high school year on and off. Yes, on and off I fought my whole high school year. I had a few friends, but it was like. You couldn't even tell if they was your friends. Right. Wow. So. You can be in school. I went to Kennedy. So you can be in school and people can be like, Denise fighting, everybody running. I tried out for cheerleading. I tried to do everything to be popular for once because mm-hmm. I'm like, something got to give. Mm-hmm. Something has to give. I took gym in summer school. I took gym at South High summer school because I didn't want to wear shorts. And they wouldn't let me wear jogging pants. Yes. Yeah. So. So that's, oh, my God. So yes. after you graduated from high school, I didn't graduate from high school. You didn't? No, I got jumped in Kennedy, and I had my stepfather withdraw me out of Kennedy, and I went to life skills. Wow. But yes, I fought. <laughs> it was like I'm coming back from suspension. I'm fighting again. I would have never graduated, but I went through a program. That's how I got my diploma, but really? yeah, I love high school. Did that build anger, a lot of anger in you too after doing that for so long? And <laughs> once you became an adult? I mean, it made me wish I didn't. Okay. You know, I missed a lot at as high school, but I feel like it was the right choice. Mm-hmm. On the strength that as soon as I left high school, I was able to focus more. You know, it was rough in the streets. You know, because I didn't have the type of motherhood, type of fatherhood, and it was rough. Like, I was in Kennedy, and in Kennedy, I let the principal know that my father was molesting me. So, that was another thing. So, mm-hmm. I was just going through so much. Really? So, it was, it was cool. So, how long was your father molesting you? My father was molesting me for... For some months. Really? Yeah. Did you end up telling somebody besides your principal? The, the principal, I told my best friend. Really? My best friend, we was going to school together. And I would tell her everything. And I would ask her, I said, well, what, what should I do? Like, I'm scared. Every time I go to sleep, he'll come downstairs and iron his clothes and play it off and fondle with me and mess with me. And my mom would be asleep. So what should I do? And... It and was you hard. Your high, all your high school years? Not my whole high school year. Oh, just some, some of yeah, it. Yeah, just some of it. So when, um, after you done told your principal and everything, what did what was the actions taken? They called six nine six kids, mm-hmm. and they took me to kids services, and um, they had my mom and dad meet me down there, and when my mom and dad met me down there, they told my mom everything. And my dad left. He left. He went home, got all this stuff, whatever the case may be. He never, like, admitted admitted it, mm-hmm. but he left. He left. And 
they um they found my dad trying to um commit suicide in Woodhill Park before he went to jail. But yeah. Uh, how much time did he get in jail? It, this was back in the day, so they actually, since he pleaded guilty, he only got three years. Okay. So how was your relationship with your mother growing up before even that? Before it happened, my mom was my best friend. Aww. My mom was my best friend. I would go wherever with her. I would go everywhere with her. Like, I'm the youngest girl, so yes, I was my mom's best friend. Oh, that's sweet. So how did it ha- how did your mom feel after she found out what your father was doing to you? I think her whole attitude changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it like this because, yeah, y'all know I got a book coming out, so you know, I want to tell yeah, everything, so you know. <laughs> but basically, our relationship was like the movie Precious. Oh, man. So I'm going I'm to leave it at that. So that was real hard. Like, me and my mom, we're not even close now. I pray for her because I believe in God, yeah. and I love her. I would pray for her daily, but no, we're not even close now, so. Wow. So, did your other siblings, was it their dad, too? Um, Me and my, um, well, all of them looked at my dad as a father because okay. my mom was with him okay. the longest. Mm-hmm. But me and my little brother, we had the same father, so. So, how do your siblings feel once they found out what your dad did to you? Some of them didn't believe it. Really? Yeah, they like, we went there to see it, so I ain't gonna lie to you. We don't believe it, and why did you let it happen so long, and why didn't you say something, or how it happened? I mean, everybody was confused. I mean, it was hard, yeah. hard. It was very heartbreaking. Some of them believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they honestly do believe it. It's just hard. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so do all y'all get along now today? Yeah, my sisters and brothers are my best friend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You at least had that fear. Yeah. So after all of this happening from your dad being turned in, you were still in school, right, in life skills? Mm-hmm. So once you're done with life skills and everything, how did your adult life start as far as you being on your own? Me being on my own, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> I was desperate to find someone to love me because I was lacking of it. Mm-hmm. Because of everything that happened with my father, I think I just wanted wanted love. So I had a nice boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I met my son father. I had my son. I had my son at age of 19. My son father didn't want him. He thought I set him up. He said, you done set me up and made this baby. Cause you know I got a good job, and I'm like, no, like I can tell you, my mom, she used to like to drink and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. buy her cigarettes, you know, and you can have company or whatever the case may be. So, my mom was just so nice to my son father, and my son father bought her cigarettes, whatever the case may be. And she's like, oh, you can spend the night, you know, let him spend the night or whatever. So he left his. ID. He worked for the city. He left his ID, and I'm young back then. You know, I write his information down. I don't know why, but it wasn't ever to set him up to have a child. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, it did come in handy because he didn't want to be in my son's life. So when it came to going downtown and I need help and assistance, I knew that information. Mm-hmm. But I guess the way I got it on his point, he 
daughter, I set him up. But on my point, I'm like, I'm just a child. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a mm-hmm. young adult. Like, I just wrote your stuff down. I ain't know I get pregnant, you know, a year later and, you know, need the information. But, yeah, he looked at it like so that. So, got set up. And, I mean, y'all had a kid a year later. Yeah. And previously you was set up. <laughs> was setting them up like that. No, that's what he thought. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but y'all's in a whole relationship. Right. Oh, and he man. just was like, oh, she just set me up. But basically what I'm trying to say is I wanted a family. I wanted yeah. somebody to love. I was lacking that my whole life. And I was happy with him, to be honest. And I was just so happy. I was actually happy when I was pregnant. I said, oh, my God, we better have a baby. Like, I was happy because now I can love somebody because I didn't have that love. Right. So my whole adult life, I went from relationship to relationship looking for love in all the wrong places, down to me and my daughter, father, getting beat with five screws in my arm. Like, when you don't know love, mm-hmm. it's hard to find it. Yeah. And I didn't know it, you know? I didn't know it. And I was accepting anything, mental abuse, physical abuse, accepting men talking to me in the wrong way, giving myself to me in the wrong way, having sex with everyone. I was doing it all. Like, I was having sex, like, because I felt like if my dad can do it to me, and it's supposed to be the man that loved me, then this is how I'm supposed to find love. Like, I was mentally messed up in the head. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, it was hard. House to house, you know, my mom, when she seen I was having sex, she said, get out, you grown now. And the way my mama do it is, when she kick you out, ain't no coming back home. Right, you so gotta you find your survive. way. Right, you gotta find your way, and... I'm staying with my godmother, which she's a blessing. She is my mom. My godmother, I love her death. That's my mom. I can call her and be like, Mom, this man hurt me, whatever. I need, she there. Johnny on the spot. Yes, God replaced that. So that's another thing I tell people when things happen to you in life, don't look at it as a downfall because God is right there and he will replace it with somebody that's going to show you that love and affection you need. And you don't have to feel down in life. You don't have to give up. You don't have to be like, because I went through this from my biological, that I have to kill myself. I have to run away. I have to give up on my goals and dreams. God will replace that have faith mm-hmm. because it's a God to heal me. After all that house to house, having sex with everybody, trying to find love, getting beat, my father's situation, and I'm so flirtatious. Like, I'm in Burger King after my domestic violence. I'm in Burger King. I seen this tall, grown man. Like, I was immune to older. Older, young. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just young. I wanted anybody that can show me that love and affection. And I didn't care. I didn't care what my sister said. My sister didn't be like, oh, because you went through that with your daddy, you just going to have sex with everybody? Yep. Do you know how I feel? That's how I felt. That's how my attitude felt. Because they used to be like, no, you need to just be still. You need to do this. But do, did you go through what I went through? You know, so it's easy for people to make a comment and tell you what you should do, but I have to, you never experienced it. I have to be healed within myself to accept the advice you are giving me. But if I'm not healed within myself, I'm going to look at your advice like, who is you talking to? Mm -hmm. Because now that I'm older, the advice make a lot of sense. But when I wasn't healed, it's like, no. You just didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. Like, I had to say. Why are you telling me this? Like, I'd rather not know my father than to be molested by my real father. So 
I would hear my sister say, at least you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People try to compare their life story. You can compare all day, all day. But to have your father penetrate you or tell you I'm getting you ready for the real world, my real world was not what I expected it and wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But when I met that man in Burger King, he actually invited me to his church. Mm-hmm. And he was a blessing. He was an amazing blessing. He prayed with me every day. I went to church with my little club heels, club dress. You could tell I needed to be saved. I know I needed to be saved. But, yes, Mm -hmm. I went to church, and I got baptized. I joined the choir. I didn't care if I had to catch the bus to church. Me and my kids, we started going to church, and he would pray with me. He would check on me. He would talk to me every day and just tell me how good of a guy is, you know, Mm -hmm. how a woman's supposed to love herself. And I felt like when God felt like I was to that point, I don't even have him no more because now I'm strong enough to speak and heal and talk for myself. So, but yeah, he was a great blessing because I don't know what I'd have did. For someone to just come into your life and introduce God to you and let you know he's there for you in so many ways, that's a true blessing. So um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, you said you end up having a daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, so how did how did that come about? Ooh, I told, See, I'm trying to skip on purpose, but you know. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. But um, I met my, um, my daughter's father working mm-hmm. at Wendy's. And, again, like I said, I was so thirsty for love. All my sisters was married, so I wanted to get married too. Um, I didn't care. We met, we connected real quick. Mm-hmm. He started being in my son's life, and I think that was one of my weak points at that time because my son didn't have a father figure. So he just started picking up my son, being in my son's life, coming over all the time, spending time with us, and he went to jail. He told me it was some bull crap. I didn't care. You know, when we. Mm-hmm. In lust, I want to say, in love. But back then, I thought it was love. Right. You know, I didn't care. I didn't care. But he went and did six months. When he came out from doing six months, we got married. Oh. And as soon as we got married, that's when it started. Who looking at you? Oh, you after him? Oh, you did this with them? Why you looking that way? Why you going this way? Why you coming from the store late? Oh, I can't look at the wrong person. He's older than me. So, you know, everybody I know, he don't know. But now that I'm older, my beauty coming out. You know, now I love myself. Now I'm bad in my own, you know, it's showing my glow. I'm not the same high school girl or elementary girl that felt she was ugly. You know, I'm beautiful. I Okay. Yes, and he's mad. I'm telling you, we can go out to eat and somebody look at me and be like, oh, what's up, Denise? As soon as we get in the car, oh, you, you at him? Wow. Choked me up. I got choked up, slammed, clothes ripped off of me. I got beat with a wooden bag. My son went through kids to witness violence. I almost lost my daughter. I had my daughter not that early, but I would say a month early, and she's a blessing and everything mm-hmm. to me. Your son witnessed a lot of mm-hmm. abuse. Yes. So did it affect him a lot? From witnessing it? To be honest, my son is strong. 
my son is my best friend. My son is so strong. Sometimes he will get out of character because I feel like um, by me being going through so much, he had to grow up fast. He was forced to grow up fast and mm-hmm. know a lot. But he don't let it bother him. Mm-hmm. I do be scared that it will affect him when he get older. So I keep God in their life. So we all go to church. You know, I keep prayer in God. Mm-hmm. And he's very positive, overprotective of me and his That's sister. Very. How yeah, old my, are both of them? My son is 15 and my daughter is 11. Aww. Yeah, so. Yeah, my son was yeah. catching a bus in first grade wow. to I can school. I was staying with my, um, I was staying with my aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And. I started work at Walmart third shift, so it was like, I can't get off third shift in time to get him to school. Mm-hmm. The Obama phone's out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the Obama phone's out. My son, mom on the 15, mom on the 1, mom on the 10. Matter of fact, it was the 15 to the 10 across 93rd to the 1. I'm at school, mm-hmm. kept on the road everywhere. I just had to change take chances. I'm telling you somebody would have called kids on me. I think God was blessing me because I have, by the grace of God, I never got my kids taken away from me, but yes, my son was watching this stuff because he knew mommy had to do what she had to do to make her money. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have a babysitter sometimes, so my son was staying home. He knew how to do his own noodles. Mm -hmm. Like I said, he learned at a young age. So now that he's older, I be having to catch him like, uh-uh, slow down. I'm not your friend. I'm not your best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm your mother. But it's, like, kind of hard because it's so natural with him. Yeah, because he had to grow up fast. Right, because he had to grow up fast. And he be like, mine means, but you're tripping. And I be like, I'm tripping. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, my kids are a blessing to me, That's to be good. honest. That's good that you have them. That's real good. So, what a... Um, what are you doing today, like now? How is everything going for you as far as relationship-wise? And I know you have a strong relationship with God now. Oh, yes, yes. God is my everything. Can't nobody tell me that. I think I smile so much. I glow so much. Um, like, I believe in when they say nothing formed against me shall prosper mm-hmm. because can't nobody touch me. I'm telling you, not a bill, not whatever it go wrong. I'll be like, um, I'm like, I just look at the bill like, Lord, okay, we got this. You know, I don't let nobody hurt me or harm me. I mean, I have, I just got out of a relationship. Um, I took a chance getting back with someone I was with and even proposed to him. Yes, I proposed. I tried to be strong and, you know, I proposed on his birthday. He told I was married to him too. Really? Yes. I was married to him, too. We got divorced because he cheated. And I felt like at that time, I wasn't healed from a lot. Mm -hmm. So I took a chance trying again with him now that I am healed. And we're in different places in our life. But it didn't work. He wasn't in that place. He wasn't in that place. It didn't work. And, yeah, he told his aunt. No, I think it was his cousin, but he told one of his family members, I'm going to put it like that, like, she want to get married. I don't know why. His sister was like, shoot, if she want to get married so bad, she could propose to you. So I proposed on his birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. you went in it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you went in it wrong. Yeah. I'm not even going to sit up here. Like, no, it's, it's cool. It's okay. You know, sometimes when, people, when other people get involved and you got to, 
exploited like that, you know, and then somebody put their side comment in, you know, it, it usually don't, it, it's not going to go right. Everything should be mutual between y'all two because y'all sharing the love together as one. And, that, and that's how it's supposed to be. So you can't get married and when it's not there to a point where you don't feel it, don't do it just to do it. So you still in the process there. See what I'm saying? And then you can't you can't go backwards. Now that I agree with I agree with that so much. Yeah. I have a whole problem with going backwards. All my friends be like, Denise, dang, can you just keep that door closed? You got to open it up. Yeah, you got to keep it closed because a lot of wounds will be open. And they have, we went through. So it's like, you got to cleanse yourself all over again. Constantly. God already working with you. And he be like, okay, now, Denise, you being (laughs) hard-headed. He do (laughs) tell me that. I be like, dang. That's what I'm saying, but. Once them doors is closed behind you with, as far as men, female friends, any of that, leave it closed because you want a different path and you got to understand your path. So once you get in that path where you at, you're going to meet somebody that's in that same direction as you. It's just you got to keep going forward. He's not going to give it to you if you keep going in a different direction. I see. Yeah. I see how they look. Yeah, and, it, and it's going to come unexpected. Why be, well, I ain't going to say that. I be telling myself why. They be telling me these stories how people find love so quick. Why so long for me? It's not so long for you. How old are you? It's long enough. How old are you? Okay, I'm only 34. Girl, you better take your time. I'm only 34. You got to take your time. I know. You still, you still getting in tuned in with yourself. You still building your relationship with God and everything. You and you know what? That's actually that. what I'm trying to do now. So I told everybody, I said, for 34 years, I have lived for love in all the wrong places. I have, again, like I said, disrespected myself so much because I didn't know that my body was treasure of gold. I didn't know how to love myself. So, yes, I have been actually focusing, you know, on me, on me. So now, yes, it is. It took a while to get there. But God working. It ain't gonna. It won't take no time because you gorgeous. You so pretty. It, it ain't. That's gonna come. Wrong people come. Wrong people come. <laughs> well, sometimes it, it may be your surroundings too. You may change, change, switch up your vibe on different places where you go. You know, we already know you go to church. Oh yes, That's yes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you can switch up your vibe on places where you go out at. Maybe you go out to dinner at or hang out of. Not really I actually think I know what it is, but I'm going to keep it to myself. I know what I be doing. Well, that seems as though if you know what you're doing, you need to switch it up. <laughs> you need to switch it up. I know. You really do. I said it. Because you would get, I mean, you just sweet as ever. <laughs> I love, I love, I love. Everyone got it. So I yeah, everyone. you are so sweet. So it's like you just gotta you you looking too much. Stop looking. I know. You you really need to stop looking because somebody is gonna come to you and see your worth and see beyond of your past. See beyond of everything. I say it. I say that. I say that. Thank you for saying it to me again, though. But I say yeah. I say that. I say that. 
Yeah. I feel like the more and more I get closer to God and the more and more older women speak to me because I linger on to women at church. You know, mm-hmm. all my sisters who just talk and bless me. I really don't even have friends because I don't. That's good. Though. Don't know. I mean, you really don't need them all like that, but you, if you got that one person that'll speak life into you and speak wisdom into you and just you y'all can be able to check each other. Like, girl, no, you tripping. You need to not have that spiteful and larceny in there. You know what I'm saying? You need something real clean and positive that'll send you in that direction and give you life. And then, you know, as time progressed, you would get that coming from a man. You need a man, not a boy. <laughs> it's a it's a big difference. I try. It's a big difference. I try. And you know, it'd be so crazy. You be knowing he ain't quite right when you first meet. I do. Around him, but you deny it. That's you denying God. And I. You know, I just told my friend the same thing. And I said, we need to start listening to our own advice because I promise I give people the same advice. The same advice you just told me, I give to everybody else. So when I get to speaking, I always mm-hmm. ask God to speak to me to say the right things to others. And I, and I actually tell them that too. Like, when we look for relationships, if it's God sent, it will work. But yeah. if it's coming from us, it's not going to work because God is telling us, like, this is not what he chose. So when we start having problems and situations and stuff not working out is because we didn't have patience and we rushed and we chose that one instead of waiting for God to send us what he had for us and now we're sitting praying and we're crying and wiping our tears and we're asking God to help heal us he's going to heal us he's going to always heal us Mm -hmm. you know and he's going to say go ahead and it's up to us not to open up that same door or either have patience so yes I tell myself that and I think that's what keeps me stronger you need to live that. Yes. Because you already speaking it. And you know the power of a tongue. You're speaking something into existence. But when you speak it in existence and your actions aren't doing the same, you need to work on that part. Right. So that you're able to do it. Because you got all the sense in the world. We all got all the sense. Yes, but we, just we do. We go in the right direction. How like, can I go left? Yeah. No, no, right. You be like, but dang, he's so fine. Oh, he's girl, that's just. the right thing. Let me tell you. all that. So... Mm. You don't even want to know what happened to me the other day. I mean, <laughs> like, you know how they say you pray to God and you tell God what you want? Uh huh. So I said, Lord, I want this type of man. I want this. Taurus, you know, say I'm a Virgo, so they say Taurus is my compatible man. So I say, look, I said I want a Taurus. Can he have a body? Can he be a good man to church or something? You know, nice, something going for themselves. I meet a Taurus. I meet a Taurus. Nice, do something, you know, he got a city job, you know, real nice. He support what I do, my motivational speaking. Yes, he like I would even give it to people that I know that need help. And I'm like, okay, it's awesome. But he married. I said, Lord, why? Why you do this to me? So now I got to let him go. Now I can't talk to him because he married and I want my own happiness. But you see, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, you trying. And that's good. You let the demon go. Because <laughs> you don't want no parts of that. You know, that's that's more problems. That, that'll open wounds. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with a married man 
And then you, not only you're dealing with him, you have to deal with his wife when she find out. And then in open wounds and you'll be going at it. It's, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to deal with all that stuff. And you're right. But my thing was, the point of me bringing that up is, now that I have been so focused, mm-hmm. like on my goals and asking God to just send me on my mission that he has for me, and I've been so strong into it, I feel like the devil right behind me. He know God got something special for mm-hmm. me. So he's sending little temptations. He's sending yeah. little bits and pieces. But as long as I be strong enough to let that go, God got that all for me. Mm-hmm. He got that man that's everything I want in all. Yeah. And I got to be able to ignore what the devil's sending so I can be able to get all that that he has for me. And I'm saying it because I just been feeling so good lately. And I wake up in the morning like, oh. <laughs> what you got for me today, love? What we got going? So, you know, God is good. I can honestly say that. And, yeah, I feel like the closer I get to him, I'm recognizing the signs. Like I tell everybody, you know, like they say in Revelations, you know, when he's knocking, I want to be able to answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be able to ignore. I don't want to be able to hear it but go the other way. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to walk in his path and say thank you for the hint. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the bump, you know. Thank you for helping me acknowledge it, mm-hmm. my wrongs. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Just keep working on you. I have I'm to. I'm telling you. Just keep praying for yourself and your kids and praying over your home, your car. You know, just pray all everything and thanking God for what, what is going on right now today. And just continue yes. to do that because everything else will fall into place. Look how far you came. I know I came so far. I'm like, ooh, I be looking in the mirror like that. Like, seriously. <laughs> you go from door to door. <laughs> yes. And you know, just meet anybody. And you had a situation with your daughter's dad and all that. And your old father, your mom. You know, just look at all the things that you made it through. So, your time will come. Because you you taking your steps on making it. Lord, just don't let it be when I'm fifty. That's all I ask. Don't let me be fifty. Fine. No, it's like I'm just. But you don't get it. It shouldn't matter. Just regardless, you don't get fifty. It don't matter. That's twenty years. No, it's like you're so crazy. No, look. Take your time to me. I am. I was just trying to make a joke. I was was trying to make a joke. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look, you're bad. I was making a joke. I know you But still, you was about to have me on your butt. For real. Yes. So what what are you doing today? You doing motivational speaking and what else? I'm actually working on the women's brunch right now because I have my book mm-hmm. that by the grace of God, God is so good, will be out this year. Nice. And I just want to continue to tell my story in a professional way, a right manner way, with God speaking through me to help all ages. So I'm having a women's brunch for Mother's Day, the beginning of Mother's May. Mm-hmm. And I just want to continue doing my seminars and speaking before my good book launch this year Mm -hmm. um i have a photo shoot coming up because i actually model my scars i want women to know that no matter what you've been through Mm -hmm. model it because you heal 
So I tell everybody, even if you have heard any of my videos or any views that people have done with me, I tell them, no matter what it is you've been through, I don't care, relationships, family, physically, mentally, you know, peer pressure, everything I have been through and more. Everybody have different testimonies. Everybody have different ways of healing. Mm -hmm. But I want you to model your scars. I want you to say you're beautiful no matter what. Model your healing. So that's what I do. I don't model to be in a club or anything, but I model my scars. Mm -hmm. I model I'm now healed. I'm a strong, beautiful woman of God. And these marks, I love them. You know, my pain, I'm healed from it. I love it. So I ask God to let me use it to help others. So, again, like I said, I want all my women to just model it. Don't let nothing bring you down. Don't let nobody tell you you cannot be who you want to be. Don't, nobody, don't let nobody just tell you you can't live life, you know, because you have men that are just try to make you soak in your pain and misery and past because at the end of the day they probably still hurt and yeah. haven't been healed. So I want people to know that you don't have to soak. Dry yourself off, look in the mirror, open the Bible, whatever. Talk to a friend because I didn't open the Bible first. So I can't even say that for others. But it's many ways that you can go about things and find your way. You know, God helped me find my way. And that's why I just want people to walk with me, walk behind me. Look, my marks, my scars heal, my pain heal. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I made it through domestic violence. I made it through molestation. I made it through people talking about me. I made it through a whole lot, and I model them. And that's what I do, so I can't wait to show my pictures of my scars and my pain so others can do the same thing. Like, I don't care if you big, you know, little, skinny. You know, some people are insecure because they're skinny. Mm -hmm. Some people are insecure because they feel like they're too big. You know, whatever your peer pressure or whatever it is that you have going on within yourself, model it. Because just like you just told me, God got somebody out there for me, mm -hmm. it's somebody out there for everybody. Sure and it starts with loving yourself. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. loving yourself is very, very important. Very. Because a man will see our weaknesses before we even think it. Mm -hmm. You know, they feel it. They they feed off feel of it. it. They watching words. us. They watching us through social media. They watching us through our walk. They listening and hearing about us through people, through our associates, our friends. And they're doing their research, so they know how to come at us. And you just have to be strong enough not to accept it. Because mm -hmm. the wrong man will feed off your weakness. I know that's right. So, Listen to you. Yes. See, told you you're the bomb. Girl, we the bomb. <laughs> Us strong women are the bomb. Yes. You understand? Yes. So how can people get in touch with you? They can find me on Instagram, Miss CPR Instructor. And you can find me. I have a website. It's called www.powersdenise917 at Wixsite dot com slash miss denise powers or you can find me on facebook at denise powers so yes yes you so what is something besides what you've been saying already you've been encouraging women throughout this whole podcast what is something real special empowering that you can say to them so they can get through their day weeks months whatever i just want all women to look in the mirror and just look at yourself and say i'm beautiful 
Just look at yourself and say, I'm beautiful. Ask God to just look at me and just look at the old you. What helped me is that I remember my past, so I look at me now in the mirror like, dang, this not that girl. You know, I want people to just know that you are not your pain because God don't believe in pain. So when you look in there, in that mirror, just know what you deserve and what you need to have. Happiness, love yourself, love yourself. I never dated, I want all women to love yourself, every bit of yourself. I don't care if you goofy, I don't care if you shy. Love every part of you that God made you to be. Love it, embrace it, love it. People say I'm so silly, they be like, that is your so goofy. <laughs> and it's going to be that one man that love my all silly, goofy, but all of it. So don't change nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, women, I don't want women to change nothing about themselves. Continue to be themselves. Continue to grow. Just like I said, look in that mirror every day and just say I'm beautiful. Because the more and more you say you're beautiful every day, you're going to know that. It's going to rub off on you, and you're going to know that you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Never let a man tell you're not beautiful. Never. Never, ever. So that mirror, I know every woman got it. I don't care if it's the mirror in your car. When you walk out that house and you get in that car, I'm beautiful. Yeah. I'm beautiful. Look at me. Lord, look at me. I'm here now. I ain't there no more. I'm beautiful. So. That is good. See what I'm saying? Y'all, she be giving us life, don't she? <laughs> you give me life, you know. I seen you. I seen your face. I said, "Oh my God, another black successful woman yeah, out there to. doing it." God we is working for you, and I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. So yes, keep going, keep going. Thank you, baby. <laughs> keep letting your mother walk through your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul, and just keep doing it, and let God move you. Cause just like you told me, God blesses for me, got them for you too. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, so continue Go going and thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Like Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Like Her Podcast, and on Facebook. Don't also go on our website. It's likeherpodcast.com. You'll be able to listen to other podcast episodes. You can check out our mer- merchandise, and you can also check out a lot of media coverage that Life Her Podcast has been doing over the past couple of months. I am Yvette Loy. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Hey. Hey.